When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Morning, everybody. Great to have your company wherever you are around this great country called Australia, the state of Victoria, city of Melbourne. What a city it is. We're opened up, we're healthy, we're happy, and we're looking forward to a very prosperous 2021. As my two co-hosts are, David Taggart, Paddy Garshagan, welcome to you both, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Healthy and happy. I don't think he's either of the two at the moment. (laughs) He's been the crankiest man all week. I, I even softened him up this week, sent him a text saying, really looking forward to a big day on Saturday with you, mate. Can't wait to get back in here. And he's been very cranky with me all week. How are Good you, Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Paddy Welsh a little later on. And Andy Bobbin also. Um, interesting uh, story behind Andy Bobbin. The, uh, Andy Bobbin, the trainer, not the NRL footballer. So we'll, uh, Is he the person of the same name? He's got the same name as the person, though, isn't he? Or are they the same? They're the one person? Is, that's your attempt at humour off the top. I just totally butchered you, that. You've got to come with Absolutely something off the top. <laughs> that was crap. Absolutely no, it wasn't meant to be humorous. It wasn't meant to be humorous, but I just actually it muddled up. smart. No, I just muddled up my words. But anyway, can't wait to speak to him. Surprise, great, story, great story. Surprise, surprise. And he's just How started, he's just started training in the last six months too, and he's trained winner after winner. Have you put he's some got a runner today at Caulfield, so it'd be interesting to hear from him. Have you put some olive oil in the air this morning? You're an, you're an absolute muppet. <laughs> Have you oiled up? Oh. <laughs> it looks very slick. <laughs> you're buying a couple of GameStop shit stocks at the moment, mate, or something, just slicking back the hair? Or <laughs> now tell me about the weak tags. It's been good? No, we've got him. It's taken a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got the scone quaddy on Thursday. Paid close to 900 You got the quaddy last Saturday. But yeah, twice. Because of there was a late scratching for Charlie Battisti. And Lord Magnus become the sub, and so we got, I got well, it twice. Got it. Yeah. What did it pay? Not much. Hundred and fifty bucks. So end up paying, so I got three hundred for me. Only a, I only spent seventy bucks on it. So that's a drink. anyway, it's good. I got another skinny quaddy today bank, too. Only a hundred dollar quaddy, hundred and eight dollars. The so. bank might come back and sponsor it, sponsor the segment again. Yeah. <laughs> anyone's, uh, anyone's best get up last week? No, mine was quantum mechanic. Quantum mechanic, yeah. Your best never win. Do oh, they? get stuffed, mate. It just, it, it I, yeah, it was it was no good. Your best never win. She just didn't win. Thought she would be way too good. Scoob just alluded to that because he's best friend in Mosh Music. Mosh Music was a good He was stole our win. thunder the week before when it raced, and, and I made it my best. And he goes, oh, wise. you watched Tags was one one run too early. I'll make it my best now. He's the wise old man which just rolls in and just, just drops his little best of the day nugget and leaves and comes back and, and only and mentions it the following week. You tell me this morning you missed the race. <laughs> yeah, well, because we're on air, and it was just we went from one race to another, and we're watching a horse we called Tags at Parks, and of course we backed it, and I think Brownie backed it for the punters club and all that because he ran it last week because Paddy wasn't here, he was absentee, and as soon as that went over the line, they sand down. They never held for Parks, which is unusual. 
I thought they would have. And the next thing they've jumped at Sandown, and that was mosh music. So it goes and salutes at six dollars. You were exercising your you were exercising your ego at parks on a horse school tag. I never backed it. You know I don't even bet. And you missed boss music. Yep. And stand out for a low life race on yeah. a half grass, half dirt track at park. Yeah, and I never backed it because I don't even bet. <laughs> You're a realist. And then, it's uh, not over, but you've, you've just taken the audience on a journey <laughs> for one person's sake and one person's yeah, sake alone. Yeah, mine. It was yours. Yeah, yeah. God forbid tags and and they, and, they, and, they spe- and they spelled it wrong too. It's only got one G in it. Let me, oh, let me guess you had, that just gets human you are. Let me guess you had the music lined up ready to go. <laughs> Pop and tag's got to run. Yeah, it did. Oh, look, you've been coming in, the, you've come in this morning with a couple of absolute gems, so I figured you'd had a bad week. I don't know why you'd had a bad week. You've I've had a big week on the punt. I've won on the punt, well, that's of course, good. as most weeks. Well, you should be up and about and chatty, but you've said to you've already given Paddy, what was he, a, he was a latte sitting, <laughs> soy boy, <laughs> latte sipping soy boy, <laughs> and then, the, then um, you said you millennials, you told them where they should get off the bike, <laughs> so this is all happening in our, in our pre-meeting folks, it was sensational, so the, um, what, the other one was... Um, um, a Hall of Trainer Trainer. <laughs> Hall of Famer Trainer. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's been in good touch. <laughs> we should have uh, turned the red light on at 7.40. Oh, and well, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's when the best work happens. It comes to well, us. I worked last night, mate. I'm a bit oh, tired. tired. Yeah. Yeah, gonna, we oh. need to get you a bit more sleep. How do we do that? Yeah. Not, hey, I don't do know. Do you not sleep at home? Do you, do you, do you go back and just... <laughs> no, <that's> <laughs> Anyway, can we move on? Uh, news. What's the news for today? Uh, well, your favourite topic is back in the news all week. What's the racing? Or the best thing is we're going to have a race series with no, with just oh. hanging on to the whips and little five no, mate, little Yeah, allowed five. Five, five behind racks. the tail, yeah. evidently. Uh, I know a lot of trainers have complained. Mm. Well, they complain. Well, don't nominate your horse. Uh, but why? why? Don't why, nominate why for the, the race or the series. You were very strong on our little private... Mm-hmm. Discussion yeah, on our social media. You yeah. were very strong on it, you know. So we'll have an this opinion. Is this morning. opinion. Don't back off. I'm not, I'm not backing off. I do have opinion. Why do they keep persisting with this when clearly every stakeholder, just about every stakeholder in the industry, guys, we don't want this. They, jockeys coming it's out. Typical saying, society. They bow down the minorities. Yeah, jockeys coming out saying we need the whip for safety. We don't want to do this. 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 Oh, let's have a little uh, whip free or whip rule racing series, which is just not going to attract any sort of. It'll be the beginning of the uh, end. That's what it'll be. The statement you made, Mm -hmm. I expected to hear from the man on my left, which is half man. Yeah, okay. Right? So are you happy with my opinion? So you're you're now joining Tags' team Mm -hmm. on the attitude towards the whip. Well, yes. But nothing should change. No. In today's society and the way things are going with all sports around the world and and the humane treatment of animals, now, perception or not, mm. you don't think that there should even be a discussion on whip rules. There are there are measures in place at, at the moment to protect the horse. Oh, measures are still a whip. joke, though, mate. Yeah. Absolute joke. But it, it, and it, it does come back to the safety of the, of the jockeys as well, to use the whip as a, as a get-out-of-trouble 
Yeah, but well, there's two different option. things here, isn't there? Is there, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tags, is there the the, the correction of a horse and, it, and it's where it's going and using the whip in the manner we're talking about, and that's, you know, mm. giving it a good old Yeah, fashion. a whip can be an undoing of a horse as well, 100%, and that's why the experience of a jockey can come out. Yeah, I, I say too many times a horse, say going Melbourne way, might be laying in and a jockey will pull the stick in the right hand. Well, if it's laying in, where the hell do you think the, the horse is going to go when it's laying in? And you pull the bat on it. Of course it's going to go and go in even further. That's when a, a, a competent jockey should be sweeping the whip from the right to the left and straightening it up. Mm. Right? Not not giving it uh, the, the opposite side that it's going into, running into. So uh, it can be... It, see, the thing is, yes, jockeys probably pull the whip a little bit too much. It's because of the competitive nature of them. Right? But the whips that they use today, and I've stated this a thousand times... It's like using a fly squatter on them. They they don't even feel it. They they I shouldn't say they shouldn't feel it. They they have some sort of sensation, but it's not hurting them, mm. right? And this is why, and that's why the uproar is. If it was hurting the horse and that, you'd say yeah, fine, but it's not, mm. right? And and then when they judge judge these whip rules and they they look at thousand and twelve hundred meter races. Of course, you don't need the whip. It's it's once they get up to sixteen hundred and further, these momentum building horses and these horses that need that persuader to keep on going forward, you know, to keep the, that momentum rolling. That's when they need the whip, but they don't need the whip over the twelve hundred and the thousand. Mm. That's why Jamie Carr rides all these sprinting races and she looks polished on them and she looks great because they're they're, they're sprinters. They don't need it. That's the news grab of the morning. Jamie Carr can only ride sprinters. And no, not but she looks great on them. Well, that's that's what you just said, right? No, I was just making a point. All right, and her name just came up. That's all it was. It's don't take a, please don't put words in a people's oh, mouth. He's not, he's not happy, but right. To echo what I Tags can't wait saying, for her to break the win the first female jockey to win a Melbourne Premiership and break a hundred winners. That's what I'm rooting for. But they're the measures in place that Tags talks about. The, the the whip actually isn't that hard on the horse, and then there there are measures in place and certain amount of times you can use it, et cetera, et cetera. But they're already in. To protect the welfare of the animal, so I, I you think just got to look at the rules as forward. Yeah. You, you you can use it as much the whip over a thousand meters as you do in a Melbourne Cup thirty two hundred. Mm. Serious, mm. You, you know what I mean? But it's just, three times further. It, it's more the the persistence for Mason Victoria to, to keep going on when people are coming out and saying they don't want it. Yeah, There's, the majority are saying we don't want this, and they are p- persisting with it. The, the majority of industry participants, yes, you're saying, are saying we don't want it. Yeah, and it's a high number percentage. too. Yeah, because that that'll be interesting, and that that'll come out in time. And we've we've often spoken here about, you know, the the uh, ability for the representatives of industry participants and how strong mm. they are in the in the racing Victoria setup. You know, and and you know the trainers association, jockeys association. This this is the one that's going to really test them. Because I think enough people are now questioning, what are you doing for us? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, there, there's safety concerns, etc. which I think the jockeys, you know, I hope, and the welfare has been looked after very well. But, you know, I, I just don't hear enough. If that's that's the case, and I'm not saying it's not the case, but that, that feedback's coming in from industry participants, and I speak to a few, you know, every day, and, and yeah, you, you understand that, yeah, there's some pushback. Well, who's driving that pushback? Because you can't you can't do a scattergun approach and just someone lobs up and says that's no. Mm. It, it, it's got to be um, uh, led, put together, and driven in the right manner to make sure that there, there's this is where we want it to end. 
And I don't know whether the Jockeys Association, the Trainers Association and other representative bodies are doing that mm. to a level it should be done because, you know, where, where does it finish? Now, I've probably got a, a good feel this week thinking, well, okay, five strikes and you're still carrying the whip because I'm thinking where, the, the, where racing authorities want to take it is no whip at all. Mm. I'm thinking, well, well okay, where is, where is that base level where tags you you are happy to survive as a jockey mm. and a, and and a safety perspective as a punter, Paddy, you know you're happy to do that from a trainer's point of view. You're happy at that level. And what is the level? Mm. Let's find out what the level is, and find a way of getting there in a you know a, a process that is fair and equitable to all parties concerned. And what I'm hearing from you guys this morning, I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, I'm not saying you're right. Is that you know, it, it, it's there's pressure coming from everywhere, but no one's uniting that pressure and saying, mm. "Hey, us as an industry, we're not copping this. We're, we're just not going to do it." You know, so that, that that's what I'm interested to see now: whether the, the the authorities or the representative bodies within racing start to get together and, and give everyone some direction on where they want the, where the finish line is here. Yeah. See, so the thing is, the pressure is coming from people that. And as I keep saying, they've got one argument, one ar- argument only, and it's the perception. It's the look of it. Mm. That's all. It doesn't hurt them. And, and I just, as you say, unlimited for the last hundred. That's where the perception is. Horses don't need it the last hundred, especially for horses rolling. They need it to build momentum, and I keep, keep harping on this. We haven't even scratched the surface of the effect on the, on the punter as well. Oh, that's well, a that's whole, a thing. That's too. a whole other thing. How many thing? times are you standing in the TAB and you hear a punter say, hit the bloody thing? Mm. Right? When but a jockey drives one hands and heels, hit it. But if you're having if you're having a race and all of a sudden it looks the perception to the punter that their jockey isn't giving their their ride every chance of winning, then the fact that the trust in the the punting turnover will go down. Like that's it's just a whole correct hundred percent. You watch the turnover argument, yeah. which we could be your Christmas talking yeah. about it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 a lot of these bad horses. There's so many bad horses going around now. It's a, it's going to make way for even more. Put it that way. Yeah, we'll get onto the bad horses in a moment because I want to talk a little bit about uh, the personal ownership of you guys within the industry. Um, your mate Noel Kello got a month uh, on a handling charge. Yeah, very vocal about it too, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I don't understand it. I, I, didn't, I don't rules think it looked in the good. Room. Well, well, I saw it. Well, I showed you. Remember? Mm. It didn't look good. And I don't understand. Like a handling charge, you got one month. Either throw it out, or you got six months. You've either done it or you haven't. What's one month? That's 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 a careless riding charge. Mm. So you've either haven't given it, every, you haven't let it run on on its merits, or you have. That's my point. And he gets one month. Will Will we hear more about what Noel has now said publicly? Because that that's probably more yeah, where my head's that. at this morning. Do you think? Give him a spray. I'm not sure whether you come out of a suspension like that and say, "Oh, it's yeah, but what are they going to do? Monopoly <laughs> rules in there, and I own oh. you know Park Lane and Mayfair, and yeah. you know I won't give it two hundred. Park Lane and Mayfair. <laughs> I won't give it two hundred bucks till yeah. I pass go in a so month. You, you're a millennial. Don't you understand what Ancalo's done in the industry? He's won derbies. Yeah. He's, oh. he's won. He's won plenty of Group Ones. He's He's been overseas for 10, 12 years and he's at the highest level. <laughs> you latte. Oh, he's sipping. come home and he's... I'm aware of his credentials, Tate. Well, you said, has he got a park lane? Of course he would. He's got a few of them. Compared to some of the others, does he have... He's, he's, I'm not saying he's, he's right up there, but is he the... Oh, well, he rode, overseas, he rode overseas for 12 years. He's the top echelon of the Monopoly board. Story. We talk about he look. Was, he was at the time, at one stage, 100% he was. We, we talk about, look, it, it's, you know, 
the AFL, Cricket Australia, you know, all, all those major sporting bodies, um, you know, there are individuals that are, that have got to look after their their own futures within within those bodies. And you know, when when a player gets suspended, you, know, you don't hear him come out and go kaboom. Yeah, give him a whack. Yeah, it's Noel like, doesn't care. It's though. like the AFL, but, but that's the thing. I, I mean, does Noel get another whack for this? Probably not. He'll get a fine. It's like the AFL. Yeah. Go another lap until you get your other two hundred and have another lap. Go back to jail. Uh, I I wouldn't think that the way I read what has been said, that the stewards aren't going to say some more on that. Yeah, they will. I'll just pop in next week. We'll have another (laughs) chat. Over Zoom. It's like like the AFL coaches. If they spray the umpires in their post-match press conference. Yeah. Sorry later. But yeah, I, well, he's got a month. Move on. It is what it is. It's yeah. It's a lot of these rules. I all, all these suspensions. Yeah, right. I'm scratching my head with. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we get a moment, as the show goes on, we're going to talk about the personal ownership. There's been a bit up and down in this room this week between uh, Mr. Taggart and uh, Mr. Garshagan, the um, uh, favourite son from the Bluestone College. And a number he and a number of his mates aren't happy. But we'll see if he goes through with. Um, oh. Chatting about that uh, as we get into the show a little later on. I'll quickly drop out the Punters Club That'd code That would be nice word. if we could do that, Patrick. Punters Club code word today is straight and narrow. 0433981116. You know how it works. Sportsbet username, suburb and code word straight and narrow to 0433981116. Brownie did it last week. Blew the coffers. I'll just pull rank here. You're back, we'll, in, we'll back in the seat this week? Back in the seat this week. Back on the straight and narrow. And we want to talk about your sandown experience last week, going to a Metro track as an owner. Yep. Um, Just uh, what you felt about it all. We'll be back with more uh, Odds Couple (laughs) in just a moment. Stay with us. Yeah, Paddy Welsh uh, coming up in a couple of moments' time. Firstly, big trots night out at Milton. Massive. A couple of group ones. Huge. What do you like uh, in the group ones? From Big Boddington saying, there's a couple here that you can just roll into a a multi. And they are? Uh, race number seven, and yeah. funnily enough, goes by the name Pat's Beach Storm, dollar forty, just a dollar forty multi builder. Uh, sorry, that's race eight at Melton tonight, and then race seven, um, number five, Majestic Man, dollar fifty. So bundle them up, you get about two to one. Now I got Thank a little, um, uh, little whisper okay. on the trots tonight. Oh, what's yeah. that? Tell me about the whisper. Yeah. 340. Number 10, Kath Gath. Gath family, famous family involved in trots. Just, just getting it done. Num- number 10, race 7, number 10. There you go. I'm, I'm going to say it's going to beat the hot pot. Who drives it again? Kath Gath. <laughs> it's hard to say, isn't it? Kath Gath. Yeah. <laughs> A ribbing night out at Melton this evening. So um, may you may you punt well there and punt well right around the country and uh, particularly up in Queensland because Paddy Welsh, Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com. Dot AU and uh, Paddy's our man on the ground up north and uh, has been running hot of recent weeks. We want oh. that to continue. Are you there, Paddy? No, he's, no, not, he's not, not there. He was on fire <laughs> last week. You know, both of, them won, both of them won. Yeah. The double. Well, I, I, I thought, I thought it was multi. Yeah, so did I. It was $7.80 or something. Saved me. Pay. Saved me. Oh, oh, I love, Paddy. Love speaking to Paddy. We love you, Paddy. And I'm just sort of sitting here having a look at the all-star mile voting as well. I thought I'd keep up to date before we jumped on air. Where our mighty Herovian is still in fifth spot. But what a field that is, guys. <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? It's a big group one field. In he'll the... be making it. Don't worry, Paddy. Don't worry. Oh, he'll make uh, it. But if, I don't if, think he'll be very competitive. If the, in que- it, if the Queenslanders can get Urban Ruler in, they can get the Herovian. Don't worry about that. 
<laughs> the only thing I missed last week, I had the all up with you, Paddy. Paddy, I think that paid. About, I think the all up paid about seven fifty or something. You're all up, which I had, and, and I forgot to run it into Mosh Music. Not that I want to Skype that I got the vest up as well. Um, but they, uh, they they, what a ripping! The Didn't they back socialising? Oh, huge. well, they back. They back the bus. Remember, well, certainly Garibaldi was a little easy in the morning when we were talking to you, but oh boy, they smashed it late in, late in betting, and it, it won like a good thing. Didn't it's pretty mm. good horse, I think Garibaldi. Yeah. Well, it was about two thirty when you tipped, and it came into a buck seventy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't, I don't know how we're going to go today. This is a really tough meeting on the Sunshine Coast today. Well, you got the Sunshine Coast uh, Cup. Yeah, and I look, I'm going to back something each way in that. I'm going to back Tokariki Loud. I think it was it was unlucky last start. It was it was wide and uh, it had to do a bit of work. Uh, I, I I I rate it. I think it's a reasonable gallop at Tokariki Lag and and I just had a quick look. It's about seven fifty eight dollars. Yep, that's race eight number so, six on the on the Sunny Coast. Yeah, so we've got, to, we've got to wait a little while to have a bet this afternoon. I think the favourite in the last and the next Burkraft for uh, Kelly is going to be very hard to beat. Can we so they're my two for the afternoon. Lovely, lovely. Well, we, uh, um, yeah. what else have you got to tell us? Oh, I know they're all a little bit pumped with the heat here. Uh, with the BBL, it was, it was it was fairly exciting last night. So they they got the money there and they got to go to Canberra. But um, look, there's there's obviously been a little talk about the track. Guys, um, you know, the, the news this week was David Van Dyke is not going to run his horses or is telling his owners that he won't run his horses at Eagle Farm. Uh, there's doubtless there's, there's work to do. Everyone pretty much around the issue has been diplomatic so far. They're trying to give Racing Queensland, the BRC, as much elbow room to try and get this track right. But there, there's no doubt, guys, that there has been dramas. Uh, you know, as you know, in the racing world, the whispers never stop. Um, but I'm just hoping that they can do something with this. This has been ongoing for the best part of seven years now since they decided to tear it up and start again. I mean, the track was over 100 years old, and, and you know, rightfully so. They did it to Flemington. They've done it to, they've done it to other tracks, but things, sadly, um, have gone awry, and there's that undercurrent, and you can detect it, that, you know, there are still dramas there, and you know, RQ and, and, and BRC are trying desperately to fix it. But the, the major news up here this week was that David Van Dyke is going to tell his owners that he, he won't be running his horses at Eagle Farm. Well, wow. we'll, um, we'll keep an eye on that as it uh, develops, Paddy. And um, we thank you for last week, and we hope this week's uh, very similar. So, race eight, number six, race nine, number two are Paddy's two best up at the Sunshine Coast. Enjoy getting up early. Pass our regards to heels, Paddy. I will do. He's very happy. He's chairman of the heat. <laughs> ah, very good. Very good. Nice, nice to chat. Paddy Wells joining us as he does every Saturday morning. And for the latest Queensland racing news, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing and, of course, Patrick, all the time. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, that's exactly it. We're going to take um, a little bit of news in a moment. Before mm. we take the news, mm. just uh, your, your personal... Um, Racing experiences during the week, tags, you had one? Yeah, up and about, mine trialled at Geelong. <laughs> yeah, how'd it go? Yeah, went all right. All right or went all right? all right? No, I'm keeping playing the cards close to my chest, did went they, all right. Did they pull the persuader out in the trial? No, right. that's the thing. Yeah, it might be going to the races <laughs> to do and hasn't, hasn't been given one around the backside yet. Might, might even go quicker after an impressive oh, trial at Geelong. Might. Yeah, trialled all right. Oh, so we've gone from, oh, I trialled okay to trialled all right. Well, I did trialled okay. Yeah, a little bit of spring yeah. in his step. And the Patty, the blue diamond, mate. No, nah, with terrible. it's a three-year-old, oh, you right. muppet. Well, I didn't know that. Ter- terrible news for your camp. Ah, oh, he's all right. He's pulled up a little bit. Oh, it's no good, the is it? Is that the excuse, eh? He's he's pulled up sore. 
He's fine. Track was too firm for him. Uh, as I said, probably a bit too short in the market, but he'll be back and he's going to play to his strengths in the winter. Oh, wow. In the winter time, just a couple of couple of midweekers or some so he's some a bit low, soft, like, some low track, Saturdays, so some wet Saturdays. So he's the, the only horse that pulled up. Toe in the ground. Yep. He was the only horse that pulled up so wherever that yeah, meeting. Pulled, pulled that up, just tells you he hasn't sore. got much heart, mate. We look forward Didn't to down, seeing, look forward to seeing the pig back and. Um, Tags is absolute star of the trials at July during the week. I hope they uh, Go to the track as <laughs> soon as so possible. Good. We're taking a break. Uh, quick news break. Andy Bobbin coming up uh, on the back. Interesting story, Andy Bobbin. Got a very interesting runner this afternoon at Caulfield. Back with more odds couple in a month. Winning it was lucky to win the other day. Welcome back to uh, the odds couple. Um, I didn't know we were doing that. I thought we were going to a break. We're having a lovely conversation. Yes. What yeah. was Tags talking about? Well, I'm glad we got Tags as a good moment, <laughs> oh, not a bad geez. one. <laughs> could so easily was, go the other way. That was very, very important. And it would have been nice to have looked a little more professional as we welcome for the first time to the Odds Couple on a Saturday morning, Andy Bobbin, who's got a, um, a special day that uh, well, it may turn into a special day for him at Caulfield, but um, uh, an interesting journey to become a racehorse trainer, and he joins us for the first time, as I said, on the Odds Couple this morning. Andy, good to have your company. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, nice to have you on. Interesting journey for you to become a horse trainer. Tell us a little bit about it. NRL background, obviously. Yeah, not much good as an NRL <laughs> player, but uh, that that was, the as a kid, I grew up, uh, we'll call it footy from New South Wales, uh, so rugby league, but, uh, we call it footy as well. Um, played that as a kid and was in uh, uh, Illawarra and St George Illawarra's programs for... Oh, probably seven years. Uh, it was only a reserve grader, pretty much. Played, I would say, 100 reserve grade games at uh, St George and, and Illawarra, and then um, played one NRL game there back in 2001. But uh, due to due to lack of ability, uh, that that didn't um, didn't go much further. But training racehorses is always what we, what I wanted to do. We grew up in the country, and we had horses and racehorses as kids, as kids, and we were always around the pad, pad, uh, the paddocks, flat out, uh, pretty much trying to Im- imitate. Uh, you know, Tommy Woodcock on far lap, what we saw in the, <laughs> where he hunt him up the big sand dunes there. So we'd be full ball around the paddocks, my brother and I, uh, thinking that one day we'd be racehorse trainers, but sort of life got in the way a little bit. Uh, worked in television for a long time, um, which which came about off the back of, of the, the rugby league and uh, ended up in London, had 10 years in London and um, sort of got to see a fair bit of the world uh, via the television company there. Uh, but um, always wanted to be a racehorse trainer. So about seven or eight years ago, I came back from London and, and went and saw Gay and, and thought, she's somebody who's got all the infrastructure in place. I'll, I'll work out where I fit in. And um, also uh, through that time, or my London time, I met the Kamani family and um, had a good association with Matt Kamani and uh, ended up in Ballarat with him. Uh, so from his, his first day of operation, I was there and um, helped, him, helped him build his, opera, uh, his brand. And uh, here we are, I'm, I'm out... Uh, between Stall and Hall's Gap at the moment on a property. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a journey, but um, we're at Caulfield today, and that's what we've always dreamed about, I suppose. So the horse goes in with a pretty good chance. As, as you can see there, he's had three starts for, uh, for me for two wins and a second. Um, one of those wins was at Nil. Now, Nil's a long way from Caulfield, but um, he's, he's certainly in the right race today. Race 79 in a 78, so he comes up top weight. Campbell Wheeler on top, who's in pretty good form, and... The horse is fitting well, so we're going with a fighting chance. Actually, I can tell, Andy, you've worked for Gay Waterhouse asking you one question to give us eight minutes of radio experience. Well, I wasn't sure how you'd go at this job, mate, so I thought I'd, uh, I thought I'd look after you more than anyone. That, that, 
was autopilot there. That was just a first move. <laughs> now, now what, what, what was your move to Victoria here um, after settling in New South Wales? What made you come down here to, to the great state of Victoria? Yeah, Matty Kamani was the key there. Um, I was at Gaze, and uh, during those television days, I spent a lot of time working with his sister, Cheska. Yep. And, um, and that's how the association was built there. Um, and one day, on about 2015, I think we're at the race somewhere in Sydney, and Matty said, um, oh, how about you come and help me set up? And I thought, gee, this sounds good. They'll, they'll put the show on for him wherever we go. So I thought, you know, we might be you know, staying in Sydney at Randwick or somewhere night at Rose Hill, but he said, we're going to, Bla- to Ballarat. <laughs> yeah. like, Ballarat, why the bloody hell would you want to go there? But <laughs> anyway, um, that's where we went. We started with six horses, and I was his offsider the whole way. Um, so... We made a few mistakes along the way, but also did a lot of good things. So I was, I was able to take um, take the good from what we did and um, and and make sure I do the not so good in, in my operation, getting it off the ground. And things have started really well. Um, you you would forever hear people like Weary, Lindsay Smith, Paul Prusker talking about heavy sand. Danny O'Brien always talks about his horses on the beach. Uh, we we came across a property in uh, uh, about ten minutes from store racecourse which is 100 acres. It's uh, got grass out the front, but out the back, it's, um, it's an old, old inland, inland ocean, so there's as much sand as you like, and it's, it's a perfect uh, place to be training racehorses. Ooh. So uh, horses like Dubai Dominion, he does um, all his work at home pretty much, and seldom goes to the track. And, you know, when I first got going, we, fe- we found it was important to get a few of these second-hand jobs that have been sacked from other stables and uh, see if we can... Just switch them on again and give them a new lease of life. Those yeah. and all been going well. Yeah, new lease of life. Sensational. Andy, you, you haven't been doing it for too long, mate, about six months, but it didn't take long to get a winner in Jane's Angel. How was the thrill when, when the horse saluted, notching up your first win as a trainer? Yeah, so we we went to went to Nil, uh, took took three, a float load, float load to Nil. It was Jane's Angel, Vigir, and um, and the bloke on the back at the moment, Dubai Dominion. And as I said, they've all been sacked from other stables um, uh, for whatever reasons. And uh, we, they were certainly placed right. I don't think any of them have ever been to nil before. I think 12 months earlier, um, but he divided Dominion. He'd been at Royal Ascot. Then I'd cart him into the tie-ups at nil, which he could hardly stand under dirt on the ground. But anyway, all, all three got the cash. They all started short, but I think we got 16 bucks 50 for the, uh, for the, the all, the all three. Oh, uh, they all won. It's probably only an hour and a half from, from Neil back to stall, but if you could drink stubbies in the car, and I didn't say we did, but I'd say it'd be probably a 10 stubbies. <laughs> I love you, I love it. Andy, tell us about your facilities down there uh, on the property. Um, how many horses have you got now? How many do you want to get to? What's Where's the limit you'd yeah. like to get to? Yeah, sure, we've got 100 acres there. Um, and we've got the best of both worlds, if you like, because we're 10 minutes from Stall Racecourt. But as I said, we've got uh, the heavy sand yeah. at, at home. Uh, we've, got, we've just completed building uh, 20 boxes, uh, but also we've got another 20 walk-in, walk-out uh, day yards. Uh, so we can, we can vary between both. Um, uh, staff is the big key uh, to, to how many numbers you can have. At the moment, I've got uh, 22 horses in work in my name. Um, and um, we can well and truly accommodate those because I've got the right amount of staff. I've got uh, four good riders and an equal amount uh, good of ground staff. So, um, you know, the goal is to be coming to the races at, at Caulfield and Flemington and places like that. But equally, we love winning the country cups and, and winning anywhere we can, actually. Doesn't, it doesn't matter where. We'll, we'll take them anywhere where they can win. Um, and I was a little bit nervous heading towards 
further away from the city by heading to store when I first started. But if you look at the map, north, south, east and west, there's racetracks everywhere. So Correct. it's not a bad place to, tr- to train from. And, and uh, certainly the, um, the, the the farm that I'm on at the moment, that it's owned by a couple of blokes who are just full ball workers and don't stop. And they're giving me a great opportunity uh, to you know to develop my brand uh, in a place that is unique. You know, if I if I started training at Ballarat or Cranbourne or Pakenham or something like that, doing the same thing as everyone else, I'm sure I'd have five horses. But um, when now we're training a few winners and getting a bit of luck, and we're doing something a little bit different, uh, the rain, the phone's been ringing, so Beautiful. the numbers are growing, but still still room for more. <laughs> uh, always room for more. And uh, Andy, uh, great to get to know you on. Uh on our racing show this morning and for our um, racing-interested uh, uh, listeners to, uh, to get to know who Andy Bobbin is because uh, from what we've learnt this morning, I think uh, the phone will continue to <laughs> ring and, uh, and we'll enjoy your personality right through the industry they call, they call racing. So, Andy, thanks for joining us. Good luck at Caulfield today and uh, good luck as the team builds. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Bye. On thanks, you. Andy. Andy Bobbin uh, joining us. What a ripper. Oh, I'd love to have a beer with hey. Andy. I would love that. What about if you were in the in the float that day coming back from nil? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have just had one. You would have had a, a ten stomach trip. <laughs> if we were doing, I'm not saying we were. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely brilliant stuff, Andy Bobbin. It's oh, a name I think we'll hear um, more and more of in racing. We wish him well. Uh, race two, number one. Yeah, big chance by yeah, Dominion. Yeah, Campbell really claiming three. He'll there. go forward. Go yeah. forward. Can sit forward. Sixteen hundred metres. That's what we just said. Shut up, Dad. <laughs> Good pinch it. We're in the finish. Nine bucks. Not the worst bet. Yeah, oh, 100%. Not the right. worst bet at all. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back and have a look at all those market movers and tags as quaddy. Finally got one last week. I think he, it cost $70 the and it paid 53 back. It was fantastic. Oh, right. up, Scoop. Come back, on, man. Back in Don't be like that. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Yes, welcome back to the Odds Couple. We've come back in a very professional manner this time. Poor old Andy Bob, and we just left him sitting there. Yeah, exactly. He thought, who are these three? He was rehearsing. He was three a country hicks on work. He had a go at you, too. He did. He didn't he think that you were any good at in, interviewing. That's why he waffled yeah, on. Yeah. Well, it was wasn't waffled on. It was, it was very fascinating. You don't normally have the NRL to, to stall story, so it was nice to hear it. Good luck to him today. Mm. Good luck to you today, too. No Andy. worries. No, it goes well with you as well. Thank you. Anything to say now, Tags, as we go into the well, make, market make, movers well, in your quality? We make sure we got you get your pens, pencils, and crayons, oh. and form gods be ready. But before we get going, Paddy, have we got any sports bet specials on today? You don't. All races, two tracks, Caulfield and Rose Hill, $50 back in bonus wow. bets if you come second or third. Now, you're going to do the market movers. Yep. How'd they go last week? Six out of nine best backed one last week. So the punters really narrowed in and found some winners there off the go. back of these. So six out of nine. And that was your top selection, support. of course, not your second. Well, it's, it's, it's not my opinion. This is purely based yeah. on where the money is going. Yeah, correct. But six out of nine last week as the top selection got up. Beautiful. One of those was Quantum Mechanic, which didn't get up. So that was one that was probably best back. Yeah, your favourites never win. Anyway, Caulfield rails out nine metres. They race there on Tuesday. Currently rates as a soft sixth after yesterday's persistent rain. Here we go. Race one, three-year-old BM70 handicap for the girls so over five. So five, so five now. Apologies. Oh, come on, Paddy. Oh, I was doing, I was that, doing my notes this morning. So good drainage there at Caulfield. Better than that, mate. Good turf. Small field to kick off proceedings tags. Number three, sensationalization. Supremely well backed here at the $2.80 price tag now with about 70% of the cash. 
has been around the mark in the city with two seconds after breaking her maiden at Geelong, and she finds a small field here, which she's more than capable of knocking off. That's number three. Sensationalisation at $2.80. Next best backed is number one, Miss Divine M at $4.60. Race two, BM78 handicap over the mile. Best back tier tags is Freedies. Number six, Aussie oh, Nugget. Oh, it just wins. $3.20 with 40% of the bet count. He's a horse that tends to strike later in his prep, and punters think that fourth up today is his go. Good Jamie Carr drop. on board. Yeah, it's a huge tip. Number, number six, Aussie Nugget, $3.20. Yeah. Next best back is number five, High and Dry. Big risk there. Aussie the $3.70 price tag. Race three, BM70 handicap over 1,800 metres. Griffiths and DeCock saddle up. Number three, Hasseltoff here at the short price now of $1.85. Punters are lining up to back the gelding. 60% of the cash in this race. This is a horse racing in stellar form, knocking off some city wins of late and will feature heavily in this too. That's number three, Hasseltoff. Now $1.85. Open at $2.80 tags yeah. into $1.85. A few scratchings here and there, but getting a, a right old crunch. Next best fact is number one, Five Kingdom. Open 46 bucks into $26 tags. Race four, the Group 3 Chairman Stakes over 1,000 metres for the two-year-olds. About 60% of the punters are happy to dive into the short $1.26. About number two, Entahar smacked them on debut in Sydney and tried like Black Caviar the, the other day at Werribee. The Blue Diamond favourite and a small yeah. field. This should be a procession for her. Number two, Entahar at $1.26. Might be tagged best of the day. We'll see what happens. Next best, if you want to lay the fave, is number one, Ingratiating. Great name, that. At $3.60. Race five, the Group 3 Manfred Stakes over 1,200 metres for the three-year-olds. Another small field. In a black type, a race sees number three, Asar, the most supported in the sports bet book with 50% of bets at the $3.60. Quote, of course, the Caulfield Guineas runner-up. Any sort of emulation of that run will be far too good here, Tags. That's number three, Asar at $3.60. No specs backed is number one, Tag Aloha at $3.50. Race six, 1,100 metre. Could I just chat there yep. for a moment? Tag Aloha. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to see him get back to... I don't, I'd, we'll have to watch today, Because his best wins this. Yeah, but he seems to always take a run. Mm. He's usually as fat as I am first up. No, I, don't, I don't rate him. I don't rate him. I'm laying him. Okay. A bit of personal opinion diving in there. No, but, no, uh, no good. good. No, what you paid the big bucks for. Don't rate him. Race 6, 1,100 metre uh, uh, BM78 handicap to kick off the quaddy tags. Number 2, Hidden Legend. Best backed here. 30% of the bet count at the $3.70 price. Johnny Sadler gave him a month between runs before winning at the track and distance last time out. He's trying the exact yeah. same formula here. That's Correct. number two, Hidden Legend, $3.70. Next best back is number six, Paperboy at six bucks. Tags, first leg of the quarter. What do you got for Yeah, me? number three, Mon Negro Man looks good here. Strips better after six weeks off. Then just getting beat by a couple of handy ones the other day. Ginger Jones, I think, will run a race first up as well. Number nine, of course, Hidden Legend. So the numbers here are two, three, and nine. Two, three, nine. Yep. Race seven, a BM78 handicap over 2,400 metres. 50% of the bet count is on a Yulong here, everyone. Number four, mm. Yulong captain. Clearly best backed at the $3.20 quote. Absolutely flew home the other day to run a drum and finds another 400 metres here, which you'd assume he'd relish. Now into $2.90, sorry, $2.80 as I speak. That's Yulong captain number four. Next best backed is number one, long arm at $3.50 tags. Yeah, hard to forgive uh, number one. Yeah, I have to forgive number one long arm on last run. Can say, uh, got hit by the second up syndrome. I'm tipping. Uh, long captain, as you say, looks well placed. He's stepping up to the mile and a half. One, four, and eight. The numbers. One, four, eight. Second leg. Race eight. 1,400 metre handicap for the girls. Open race here. As of now, the best backed is number three. 
Barbie's Fox, $13 into mm. $9.50 in Big the change. penultimate race. Was ordering her on Boxing Day, went back to the bush to gain some confidence. Apprentice claiming three kilos here. Punters think she could pinch it. Number three, Barbie's Fox Barbie's at $9.50. Yeah, she's one of those horses that can find another radar. Next best back is number seven, needs new friends at $9. Tags. Yeah, I think has to be good. Replicate. If he replicates his last win, he wins this. Yeah. Has to. has to be good. Has Number to. two. Yeah. Uh, so two, three, and six. You are very keen on has to be good off air. Last just, league of the quarter. Just okay. has to replicate, doesn't he? His last win. His win. Yeah, to win. Race nine, handicap over 1,800 metres to wrap us up at the Heath. Number, uh, sorry, race nine. The son of shocking. Number three, defibrillate. He's easily best back to you. 65% of the bet count. Now $2.50. Super win last start. And beat Paraday the start prior, who smacked him up in Queensland, not just oh. up there for a suntan tags. Number three, defibrillate. Defibrillate at $2.50. Next best for the Quaddy Punters, number nine, Heavenly Emperor at $4.80 tags. Yeah, talking about defibrillate, Mosh Music also came out of that race. So all the form has been franked around defibrillate. You think he goes there and wins. Um, but then again, two runs back, number six, Pancho, wasn't far off the defibrillate either. So. Mm. Is he going to push him today? I don't know. So the numbers here are 3, 6, 9, and 10. 6, 9, and 10. Yeah, 3, 6, 9, and 10. You can't have call, $108. Call me handsome in there or you, you're sacking that thing? No, sacking that thing. <laughs> don't, no. Why, I only got me the once. Okay, the quality numbers for tags, 2, 3, and 9. 1, 4, 8. 2, 3, 6. 3, 6, 9, and 10. $108. $108 after last week. Mm. It was a skinny quaddy last week. You got it. I think we're away again this week. I've got high confidence. Yeah, but, I was, I, but I only took one more quaddy throughout the week too, and that was at Scone. $144. Paid paid 880 You have to keep oh. bringing up the Just, mate, mate, the, mate, the eyes leagues. in. The eyes really? in. It doesn't Seriously. matter, mate. Mate, we're in the big league yeah. here, we're still not like the little a $6 league. winner. It doesn't to, matter. Let's take a break. Mate. We'll be back with our best all around the country when we come back. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. It's been great having your company this morning. We're nearly at the end of it. How sad it is that we're nearly at the end of another Saturday morning. Of course, uh, off the bench coming up, Hutchie and Pickers uh, after nine. Uh, boys will have plenty of um, fun and frivolity in store for you there. But before we go there, let's go to our best around the country, gentlemen. Mr Taggart. First. It has been great. And time flies when you're having fun. My best comes up at Caulfield. Race two, number six, not the great Aussie Nugget. Not into her. Well, you can have it into into a treble with Hasseltoff and into her. Okay. All right, I'm going to when the last ready, defibrillate. Two dollars fifty. Right. Thanks for coming. Right. Okay, I think one of the best things, that, or the best thing at Caulfield today, is in race eight. It's number two. Has to be good. Graham Begg, Mark Zara, the OTI team. I think uh, they're going to have a very good day. In the second last at Caulfield. Ooh. You'll have a very good day continuing to listen to Off the Bench with Hutchie and Pickers. Thanks for joining us on the Odds Couple. We look forward to your company again next Saturday. Bye for now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.